This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. Now that the kids are back in school. And football season is only weeks away. It's time to check off your end-of-summer maintenance list. The heat may not be going anywhere, but uh, your time for holiday improvement projects is slowly slipping away. In the blink of an eye, it's going to be the holidays, folks. Isn't that crazy? We're, 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 it's, we're there again. I mean, look oh, at yes. it. It's the eighth month. But it is a good time yeah. to talk about things like inspecting your roof. In uh, and, and, and no time at all, all the leaves... And pine straw are going to be falling off onto your roof. So, oh, yes. And fill in the gutters. That's right, yeah. So, uh, it's a good time to clean the carpets, uh, check off the rest of your end of summer home maintenance list. So, if you want to share your comments, experiences with us this morning, if you've got something to work on, give us a call, 877 MPB Ring. That's 877 672 7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How you fellas doing this morning? Man, I'm doing great. Yeah? Yeah. Could could not be better. All things going well over there, Dale? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, good deal. What, what are you guys up to? What, what are you working on? Well, since we uh, talked last, we have a very interesting project going on. Mm-hmm. I, I, won't, I won't tell you the subdivision. I will tell you it is in the city of Madison. Mm-hmm. We are working on the, I call it the guard shack. It should be called the guard um Fortress Palace, Palace. yeah. I mean, it's a very, very nice building leading into the subdivision. Well, it's, um, for lack of better words, Mm -hmm. part of it was falling down. Oh, Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... So, I just wanted to know, the the nice guard shacks, please tell me they're air-conditioned. Some are, and most of them are not, because most of them are empty. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. There's, there's no sheetrock in on there. There, it's just a shell. It's, okay, it's, it's okay. a pretty Talk to the man. I was going to say, yeah, don't put me <laughs> right. out there for eight right. hours from eight sure. to five. Sure. And uh, so we 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 had to go in. We had to finish taking down the guard palace. Mm-hmm. Uh, left half of the building, took the other part down, and and now we are rebuilding um, the 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 palace. Okay, we'll, we'll call it. Okay. There we go. How about you, Dell? What are you working on, man? Right now, I'm working on um, when we get ready for our total remodel. I got a we're gonna call a call in, and they want to sell their house, so we're gonna mm-hmm. do a little fixer upper for them. Oh, okay, yeah. And I got uh, three paint jobs lined up, oh, so good people for are you. taking advantage of the end of the maintenance sale. And you said you got a chance to mow the grass this weekend? Yeah, I finally got a chance, man. That's a beast <laughs> when it's ninety six degrees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I'll just do that tomorrow right? next week. <laughs> well, it's funny. My wife and I are like, you know what? Let's wake up at 6 a.m. and go do that when it's nice and cool outside. They always say that. Around 8.30, you're like, nah. Well, you know, <laughs> speaking of that, I was bush hogging at the country over the weekend, and it was so hot, the air in the tractor just didn't seem like it was cooling <laughs> like it should. All right. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but you won't put one in the guard shack. Okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, well, this weekend, I uh, believe it or not, I stopped, put down, the ha- put down the hammer, and put on gloves, got in the yard, and started going after this part of our yard that's uh, that was just kind of 
really eat up with weeds. It's got a lot of real nice plants in it, but we had mm-hmm. to get the weeds out. Well, I I was going to be a smart guy. So before this, I put out some uh, ant killer stuff, you know, like the granules. Mm-hmm. And it did. It took out every one of the ants, right? So I'm going through there, and I'm just pulling out weeds as fast as I can. The bed's looking fantastic. And I stick my hand in into what I now know is a literal hornet's nest. Oh, in the ground. Oh, in the ground. Three oh, of them. Man. Three of them got me immediately on my wrist, right above the glove. Yeah, they can they can hit back to back. Right. So there's still some weeds there. Oh yeah. But anyway, all right, we're going to move on, folks. This is going to be a great day because we're going to talk about some great stuff going on, and including getting your act together. Right here at the end of summer, things like deep cleaning your floors. If you thought about that, it's about mm-hmm. to, you know at the at the spring and through the summer and everything else, mm-hmm. you get a lot of traffic that includes a lot of mud and you know all kinds of different things. This is a good time if you've got carpets to go ahead and redo those completely. Yes, or if you've uh, if you've got floors that have a uh, a shine to them or whatever it is, time to go ahead yes. and do those. Uh, we got some email. One of the uh, uh, we got several emails from the last show. A lot of emails poured in. So I'm going to go ahead and start with this one. Uh, my name is Rob, and I'm from Vicksburg. I like your show and listen to it whenever it's possible. I have a four to five year old bathtub with a trip lever drain. My recurring problem is that it stays closed, and no amount of force will open it. Several handymen have tried to fix it without going into the wall. Each time it works fine for a few days, but then stays shut again. The last one told me that he has to get into the wall to access the mechanism because this bathtub and shower are back-to-back with another bathroom and share a common wall. Is it possible to fix it by removing a few tiles and not tearing up the wall? I have matching tiles. I think the problem may be with the lift linkage, which may need adjustment. Mm-hmm. Can this thing be done without going in the walls, guys? You got to do surgery. It's on the inside. You got to you got to go in there now. Now, if it's got tile, I, <clears throat> I may have another thought. I don't know. What do you think, Jeff? Well, I mean, that that trip lever should be mounted right there by the overflow. Uh huh. And you should be able to fix that from the from the outside. Meaning, pull it out. Sure. Mm-hmm. Because it's um, just it's typically two screws that hold that right. uh, trip lever right. on, and a little clothespin. Right. Um, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. That's all. That's on the outside. If, if uh, let me do a little research. Okay. Yeah. Going to have Jeff take a look at that. It, uh, he, uh, he also says, "What do you think? And can you give me a rough estimate of time and charges for a handyman to fix it?" Okay. Here's here's where we're going to stop for a second. Remember. Uh, each handyman or person has their own rate. It is not a regulated thing. Different doctors. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a whole different thing. If you want to make sure it's done, done right first time, no problem. It's a plumber. But um, if you are going to have to get it in that wall and repair it, you're going to have to patch it after that. You yeah. may be able to get around that tile and pull out a a a, a section of tile and mm-hmm. kind of... Have but it the, hidden but back the hand in there. space, though, man, if you got to have room to work. If you're going in, you're doing surgery. What do you say, about a foot across? Uh, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't have to take the whole wall out, but at least three tiles. You three know, if t- they're the little six inches. If they're the six-inch tiles, take three tiles. So you're, mm-hmm. yeah, 
Okay. And when you just want to be able to move your hands to get around it or whatever if, you don't. If it's the trip, if it's the trip lever, there's no tile in play here. That's that's mounted onto the porcelain part of the tub. Mm-hmm. Unscrew it, everything will come out and just put you a new mechanism in there. So it sounds like uh this person's handy person might not know have known what they uh, they said more I'm, than one? I'm not sure they're putting a brand new mechanism in. Okay. I mean, okay. I'm I'm pulling it out right here. Right. So, all right. So, go ahead and grab. Uh, make sure to buy a new mechanism instead of using the same one that you've got, and give that a try. Sure. Uh, and and do you might if if you didn't get it done with two separate handy people. Mm. Uh, now, if it's broke off in there, you know. Now, right now, now we're talking a different a different yeah. issue, but. If it is truly yeah. broken, you're going to have to get into the wall. Yeah, but that, right. that's, that should be a very simple fix. Okay. All right, let's go to uh, Kara real quick in Madison, and she's got a question about limbs on the roof. you with us, Kara? Yes, I am. So what's going on? Well, I've got a, a second-story roof that has a lot of limbs that have fallen. And have fallen onto the roof? Well, they've fallen. They didn't go through the roof. They're just laying up there, and I wanted to know what damage they were doing. And, Jeff, could you answer that for me, please? (laughs) I'm going to let Jeff answer this question. I think that's a great place for those limbs to live. Right. I don't think they'll damage now, the house at all. I don't either. Now, you can get your roof. I think I know room. this person that called in, and um, and that's a long way. Somebody younger than me needs to get up there. There you go. Cause, well, yeah. Whenever, Jeff, whenever you get time, I would love you to get the limbs off the roof, please. There you go. Um, I'll handle that today. Yes. Thank you. Thank it, you. You're welcome, Karen. I'm not going to say, should we say? Now, I can tell you, my wife calls here and gets stuff done that way. So, Dale, would you send someone over to get that? It's the second <laughs> right. story, okay? <laughs> right. Two well, story. I'll be waiting at It's home two story, Dale. Right. <laughs> and what pitch is it on? <laughs> oh, it's it's not a bad pitch. Okay. It's just a height. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, at least um, this is the time of the year to go ahead and have it cleaned off at least one You're good right. time. You're right. right. All right. Number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, there's some really neat stuff that you can do this time of year, such as cleaning out your kitchen, folks. Uh, it's going to be the time kitchen? here. The kitchen. I know this sounds crazy, but remember, you're about to get into for real cooking season. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, real cooking season um, away from the grilling season. Yeah, true. So, so you're going to have to get that kitchen in order. There's lots of stuff to do. Uh, one more question before we go to break here real quick. Got a question from uh, Curtis. And he wants to know the pros and cons of attic fans for cooling attics. And we talked about uh, attic fan or attics mm-hmm. last week when we were talking about getting some stuff done with uh, retaining walls and things like. Mm-hmm. Or uh, what did we say? What kind of walls? There we go. We talked about it last. Don't we worry did? about it. Yeah, it was, we talked about something last week. It had something to do with walls. <coughs> How long ago has that been? Yeah, yeah. Well, See? probably at least a week. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> That's, getting old. That's the problem. Attic fans. Pros and cons of uh, attic fans for cooling attics. You guys are absolutely the the pros. I can tell you, though, when I moved into my house, the uh, breaker for the attic fan was off, and no one knew it because you couldn't hear the attic. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know that the attic fan did not work, wow. an electric attic fan, for a while. 
Well, so, you know, everyone has an opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, my opinion of an Attic fan, um, they're not they're not worth the money. They're not worth the expense. Uh, in my opinion, they do not work efficiently. Um, the best way to ventilate that attic is a continuous ridge vent. V- vent the whole attic instead of that hundred square feet around that fan. And Dell, you've mentioned uh, in the in the past, if if you're going to go the route of whirly birds, mm-hmm. that you should use enough to oh, yeah, make that work right. And and not just the smallest whirly bird. They make the big ones with the ball bearings in them so mm-hmm. they can spin freely. Um, not knocking the big box stores, but sometimes it's best to get that from a roofing supply house that uh, has a better grade. You know, right. they'll last longer. But uh, And I've read several places, Jeff, that have talked about the ridge vent, but that is something you'd want to call your roofer about if it's something you wanted to install in your home. Well, you know, the thing I like about them, th- there's no moving parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, your your ridge vent should wear out the same time your roof wears out mm-hmm. versus a turbine or a powered right. attic vent has a lifespan of about five years. Yep, I've replaced two of them. Yeah, so yeah. with a with a roof of because they work you know, so 20, hard, a 20, 25 year life expectancy on a roof. Um, my opinion is a continuous ridge vent. But I now like more is better. You can <laughs> always use um, some seven fifties up there, or you know, exhaust fan vents. That hey, don't, especially the if you're using the side. Okay, uh, you know what, folks? We're going to continue our discussion after the break. We are talking about your uh, well, not spring, but your. Uh, your August maintenance checklist, those things get done around the house before tailgating and fall road trips take up your time. Call us with your questions, comments, just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And stay tuned because when we come back, we're going to talk how 10 minutes... And a screwdriver can give your front door brand new life. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. You're listening to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. To call the show, dial 1-877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or email fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is MPB Think Radio. And I love that. It just makes me feel good. It, it does. Welcome back. This is with Fix It 101. This is with. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein, your contractor, Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, and Jeff, Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Man, I got to slow down. Like way <laughs> out of bounds here. If you want to call us in, you can uh, give us a call at 877 MPB Ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Before the break, we said uh, with only a screwdriver and 10 minutes, you could upgrade your front door. I'm going to throw in something a little extra into that mix, mm-hmm. uh, some money. <laughs> that's the changing, that's the X factor here. Uh, with, look, with vacation, holiday season, a known time, when uh, break-ins happen, you know, I mean, break-ins happen when people are gone. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's more typical. If you've been considering upgrading to a smart home lock, now is the time. There are a lot of different models on the market, like Nest or August. Uh, I think Ring is coming. There's just several of these things out there that allow for hands-free entry and digital control. So you can uh, you monitor who's at your front door while you're away from home. And uh, the systems they're they're easy to install yourself. Believe it or not, they 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 do come with good instructions. And if you've got someone around the home that is is somewhat handy, you can get this installed yourself. And it's it's a, it's a wonderful addition to a home. It's a definite upgrade. So there you wow. go. There's one of the tips. Uh, I have an email here. Oh, by the way, if you want to get a question, it's eight seven seven MPB ring, right? 877-MPB-RING. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Cool. All right. uh, My work shed, this is from John in Mobile. He says, my work shed's raised base. It's just a couple of old railroad ties. The other day, I trimmed weeds around the base, and looking underneath it, it seems that some animal has burrowed along the side to where the base might collapse into Mm. the hole. Mm. So he's asking, how do you recommend tackling this hazard and with what? to discourage this happening again. Clearance, by the way, from the ground is only about four inches. So you got about four inches. Yeah. He, he should have used some chicken wire before, long before. Okay, so chicken wire on the outside of that, mm-hmm. of that little four-inch thing. That's a, that's a good idea. So how do uh, you now shore up that hole? Yeah, maybe a crane and lift it up. Well, the only thing I can think <laughs> of is trying to get the uh, four-by-fours, you know, the... Uh, uh, pressure treated four mm-hmm. by fours, mm-hmm. and and try to put them in under in that in that four inch space that may help with holding up on the sides. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys think. Mm. Yeah, I mean you need to you need to seal that off with something permanently, right? I would think. Okay, so once so, you so once you do that, but I guess he's got to refill the hole. That the critter dug? Um, I, I think I would try to get that critter out of there. Right. Definitely. Uh, with a, a live trap or something. Right. And then, um, yeah, let's let's fill that hole back in. Let's, let's, let's fix the damage the critter did. Right. Okay. Yeah, he's got to find him a new home. Right. All right, let's go to uh, Jim in Gulfport. In, uh, no, wait, hang on. Let's do Jim in here in just a second. We'll go to... Uh, another email, Jeff. You did some uh, some furniture for for a few minutes here, and I've got a sure. question. For yeah, you. yeah, I did. I did. <clears throat> okay, so I got a question from Margaret Ann, and she says, "Hi guys, I inherited a deeply carved camphor chest purchased when I was born in Panama." Wow! Mm. And she included pictures. This thing is absolutely nice. gorgeous. Yeah, very nice. But uh, <clears throat> what please is the best way to care for it? Cleaning in and around the intricate art carvings, what products, tools to use for routine care and annual maintenance. Thanks in advance for your time and information. Love you guys and your program. Man. All right, we're tapping out. I mean, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, you know, this is an antique. It is. If if, if you saw that, this is a pretty piece of wood furniture. Uh, So if someone has an idea... And go ahead, give us a buzz if you've worked with this kind of thing before. Panamanian wood, apparently. Yeah, I mean, I would uh-huh. put some linseed oil on it or something along those lines, but I'm not going to put a tool on it. No, 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 no. 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 Soft cloth so, and brushes. Sure. Right. 
Okay. Uh, so if you've got a better idea about that, and if you've worked with furniture like that before, please give us a call. We know pros are listening all the time. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. One of the things you want to do this time of the year, we, talk, we already went by real quick, was inspecting your roof. Uh, if you can get up there, if it's not... Um, tough for you to get on top of your roof mm-hmm. if you can just get up on the ladder and look at the roof you should be able to get a, a fairly decent look if you don't have too much roof uh what kind of things should they look for dell well <clears throat> i would say um uh, for any homeowner that even if you don't need a roof you need a roofer you know someone that you can call you know have someone already on kind of but i mean in, like in speed when down when but, but if you're doing a ladder. home survey yeah uh, walk around your house, you know, from the ground, uh-huh. look at it, and um, just look and see what looks out of ordinary. If you've got um, trees growing in the gutter or, or shingles that are sliding off or discoloration, um, and then you can put the ladder up on the edge now, without what, getting on the roof. What do you mean by discoloration? Um, different, um, like, uh, dry spat spots or cracks and abrasions or... Um, you know, is that um, like where I, I was driving by a bunch of houses yesterday, and I noticed that almost all of them had like this uh, kind of dark haze across yeah. one side of them. Right. mildew, algae, and mm-hmm. algae, or, or any of that old mossy stuff, any of the green. Mm-hmm. That now, when you got the green growing through, you already know you need a roof because um, it's it's coming through the holes, and it's really um, the the shingles are going back to the earth material. They're deteriorating. They're turning into dirt. Okay. So they've got... So, um, well, they've only got so much life in them. I mean... I mean, they're gone. 20-something years. Um, ooh, look. Hey. We, so. Hey, we got a call from Barbara in Memphis, and she wanted to talk about that uh, antique uh, that we were asked about. Barbara, are you with us? I am. Okay, Margaret Ann was asking about this, uh, and it really is a beautiful piece of furniture. She says, uh, it, it, I, I don't even know what it is, a deeply carved Kenford chest. It's it's beautiful, though. Great wood. So have you heard of something like this? I did. Well, I have a similar piece. It's rosewood. Um, and what I, the tool that I actually use, I use a baby bottle brush. So it's got a sponge on one end with very soft bristles, and then the other end, when you take nice. the cap off, has um, a very tiny bristles. Mm-hmm. And what what is it that you're doing with that? That's how I clean it with the baby bottle brush. Sometimes I'll use a little linseed oil on the sponge part, and uh-huh. it gets in between the little cracks. Okay, so you are using, like Jeff said, you're using a little linseed oil, right? Yeah. And and are you using any other chemical or, or water polish? or polish or anything? I don't. Just the oil, and then I, you know, I use the baby bottle brush to dust and clean and to apply the linseed oil in the cracks. I guess when it's really good wood, that's kind of the direction you want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think it gives it some, you know, so so it doesn't crack and dry out as right. much. So okay, all right. Thank you so much, Barbara. We appreciate it. You always know we can uh, we can count on you folks to help us out when we've got a an issue. All right, here's another issue. I've dealt with this one personally, and I know maybe you guys can help. Please. All right. This one is from Britain in Hattiesburg, and she says, "My wife." Uh, he says, "My wife and I just purchased a townhome in Nashville. It's got hardwood floors. There are a few dark spots on the wood where the previous owner's pet 
had apparently mm-hmm. soiled the ground. Is there a possible fix for this, possibly refinishing the floors? I bought a home uh, probably over 10 years ago in Virginia that had this exact same problem, and we did get the floors refinished, and it did not matter. Those spots had gone so deep at that yeah, point man. that the only way to fix it was to replace the wood. That's wow. Unfortunately, that's that's probably the, the correct answer. Man. Yeah, because see that acid, you know, yep, that's right. It's just penetrating all the way through. Well, it's they, soaking in. They sanded it and sanded it yep. and sanded it. You don't and, have so much. No, it it, it went well, all. Well, you know, chances are that dog probably went there a couple used, times. Used that, that was area. His spot. Right, right. That that's the area that 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 dog right. used. So, you know, you know something else to think about too. If the end of summer maintenance is, um, uh, think about tax credits if you want to replace your windows. Oh. Um, you know, you this is the eighth month. You've got a few more months to where you could get some some uh, tax credits if you upgrade your furnace, uh, replace your windows. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff, do you know if any of the recent uh, tax changes had any change to any of those kind of things? You know, I don't. But, but you know, it's very, very simple phone call to your accountant and uh, – um, so okay, I know I, I know there's still some tax credits out there for uh, for, for windows di- for, for upgrading doing some, some upgrades and when it when it comes to energy right so. okay good start good. energy rating all right and we're going to be talking about upgrading the home here in just a moment what 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 um, upgrades will make the most sense for you uh, let's go ahead and take a call real quick though before we go to break John's on the line in South Haven how's it going John oh there. I have one comment about that uh, antique piece of furniture. Yes, sir. Uh, if it has any discoloration, mm-hmm. I would use rotten stone with linseed oil. Hang on. What was Very the first thing you said? Rotten stone. And what is that? Well, you start off with pumice. And you go finer and finer and finer, you get the rotten stone. Huh. How do you spell that? R O, just like a rotten peach. Oh, R O T T E N? Yes. Okay, a rotten stone. Now, it's about the same amount of abrasive as in uh, Brazo, if you're familiar right. with Right, okay, uh-huh. okay. Yeah. Uh, of course, Brazo is. Is oil based, rotten stone is. I mean, Brazo is water based, rotten stone is oil based. Okay, all right. And for this, and for this wood, you're thinking that's probably the best way to go. Uh, if there's discoloration, but very, very careful. All right. Do you work with uh, furniture often, John? I have not lately, but then I'm 83 years old, so. Okay, well, maybe you come across this. Maybe you can help me out before I go to break here. I got a question, uh, another question that came in from Claudine. She asked how to clean or restore gold leaf furniture. Any thoughts uh, there? Uh, no, I I would not go with anything uh, on gold leaf but, um, but water. Okay, all right. All right. Perhaps, I, I, all right. But, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's very, very fragile. Okay. All right. Thank you, John. I really appreciate it. 
you know, we're going to take a uh, we're going to take a quick break here, real quick, and uh, it's going to be it's going to be good because when we come back, we're going to give you the top three home updates that give you the best return at resale. If you've got a question uh, or a project you're working on, call us eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Jeff, I'm going to go ahead and give you the thing. Let's see. What would you say are the top three home updates that would give you the best return in resale? Don't answer now. Dell, I'm going to give you the same. Okay. We'll answer when we come back with the actual answers that are not yours. Wow. I know, right? Deep South Dining is the show all about the culture of Southern flavor. From fried chicken and collard greens to shrimp and grits and a glass of sweet tea. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or download our MPB public media app. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. And if you want to call us with your Questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We're going to go real quick to the phone. Mike is on the line in Jackson. He's got a comment about how to restore slate. Are you with us, Mike? Yes, I am. I, I wanted to ask the question, how do you restore it? Oh, you wanted to ask us how to restore I thought you were going to tell me how yeah. to restore slate. Okay. Uh, fellas, have you ever restored slate? I, I'm not I'm not familiar with that. I mean, slate's a natural product. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming this is outside? No, it's on the inside. It's in my foyer and bathroom. Oh, on the floor? On the floor. Okay, and it needs to be cleaned. Okay, it looked like it might have had a coat of some kind of paint on it or something. I've been in the house probably right about 45 years, and uh, it was there when we moved in. We hadn't did anything to it, no more than clean it. Yes. So it looked like the paint or whatever was on it is beginning to start coming off. Uh, You know, they do make a slate cleaner uh, that you just put on with a mop. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, you can look in the uh, probably the chemical aisle um, at, at one of your stores, your 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 hometown hardware or whatever. We'll probably have something like that. But yeah, they do make a specific slate cleaner. Now I don't know what to tell you about your um your your paint problem on the on the slate. Uh, hmm. I, I, man, that's that's they tricky. They sealed it with some kind of <clears throat> paint sealer or something like that, and it's wearing off now. That's true. That's true. And if that's the case, um, wow. Mike, I'm going to have to say that uh, we're going to tap out on that one and say <laughs> if someone else would like to call in and, and, and give an opinion on how best to clean slate that's previously been, I guess, cured or however you want to say it. So yeah, 877-MPB-RING. Mike, I really appreciate the question. Thank you very much, sir. We'll see what we can do for you. Before the break, we were talking about um, uh, we could give you the top three home updates that give the best return at resale, according to HGTV. Okay, you ready for this, guys? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give each of you, what would you say is the top the top return at resale? What thing would make the most difference? I would say a bathroom remodel. 
Dell? Well, uh, if we're going to do something inexpensive and still get a good turnaround, I would say um, new paint. Just always, it, it goes in the category with a new fresh paint look, mm-hmm. new appliance, and uh, cut back landscaping and give it that fresh look. New landscaping, all three of those. Okay, um, here we go. New uh, economy. From HGTV, number one, this is crazy, number one, uh, greatest return at resale, a minor kitchen remodel will bring 102%. By the way, a major kitchen remodel was number seven on the list. Wow. Mm. Right. When you say minor, you're just talking about changing the doors. Maybe, and maybe, maybe you know, paint and pulls, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that kind of yeah. thing, you know. Um, <clears throat> number two, 100% return on landscaping. Mm-hmm. 100% yeah. return I'm on landscaping. Sure. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. Um, <clears throat> and that, and know, that's not actually... It, it makes sense, though, mm-hmm. because landscaping can get so big and, oh, and just overpowering. Oh yes, over over the years. Oh yes, so, it's nothing to spend well, ten thousand. Well, and and but it's also it's also somewhere where the homeowner can contribute and save money in doing so. Sure. All you're buying is materials if you know what you're doing, and and you can make the home look so much better. Uh, for, it's welcoming for not that much money depending on your landscape but anyway a hundred percent return on that's fantastic the next one number three is a minor bathroom remodel 98 mm-hmm. percent return on a minor bathroom yeah. model um and that doesn't mean you have to you know take the toilet out and all that other stuff like we talked about before painting the cabinets replacing the pulls to more modern look or an older look or whatever suits you it's a small room anyway right there's there's only so much to do maybe framing in the mirror or something of that nature sure um so but anyway that's a 98 percent return so those three and the major bathroom remodel ended up at like number eight on the list wow so mm. so but it is interesting that there's a couple there the three top things are actually not that expensive that make the most difference in resale of a home all right, let's uh, let's keep on moving. We'll go to William in uh, not. We'll give William a second here, just a second. We did say I had an email about this gold leaf. So if someone knows how to restore gold leaf furniture, and uh, I remember some gold of this stuff. Leaf. My grandmother's house is oh, yeah. absolutely stunning. Sure, sure, it's amazing. But I wouldn't know what I, I was scared of it. You know, I mean, you it's, it's got to be fragile. Yeah, what if you break it? Yeah. So and gold leaf. I'm I'm assuming in the way that that was done, it, you know. It it would be more like a a plated kind of thing, so therefore mm-hmm. it might not stay on very well. That, you know, I, I, the way I look at the wrong at gold leaf would it. be something thinner than this piece of paper, right? That, and and you know, attached to that surface somehow, so uh-huh. it's got to be fragile. Oh, hey, we've uh, we've got a call on the line from William in Starkville, and he's got a comment about animal stains on this hardwood floor, and this is really neat. Uh, and you're going to have to answer for the entire vet school in Starkville, uh, William. So, uh, so what's going on? What do you think? How do you fix that animal stains on the floor? Uh, am I on? Yes, sir, you're on. Yeah. Uh, I, this is just an idea that was suggested. The only repair was to replace the floor or tear up the spot. And before they did that, I want to suggest that they just try with Q-tips Try and see if by any chance that chlorine bleach, Clorox, mm. might work. Just to try it, test it with uh, with Q-tips and see. And uh, there's two there's two bleach two bleaches or two two color uh, 
um, uh, agents that laundry that they use in laundry. One is a oxidizer, the other is reducer. I think chlorine is the oxidizer. I'm guessing, but um, try try the chlorine first and see if by any chance it works, and then just uh, play with it with uh, Q-tips. I presume it's a small spot if it's a foot in diameter. That's a little different, but uh, right. easy enough to test. That's so, true. That's that. true. You could do you could do some spot testing with a little bleach. Yeah. And uh, and see what you can do there. I, I guess the spots are usually uh, you're definitely if you're going to do that, you're going to want to wear a mask because the spots are typically uh, there's ammonia there. So if you're putting bleach on top Not of ammonia, it, ammonia but chlorine. Y- yes. Well, I'm talking about in the in the in the pet spot itself. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. There's there's ammonia there, so when you add bleach to it, you're going to want a little mask. Uh-huh. I think that makes sal- salmoniac, and I don't think that that's particularly dangerous. It's oh, okay. quite smoke. If, uh, but uh, <laughs> but I'm not a chemist, but I but I remember. Uh, really? I think from mixing that uh, those two together. Oh, okay. Or seeing them get, get <laughs> in a chemistry lab somewhere. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, it's okay. also fun. All right. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, William. We appreciate it. All right, the number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. If you'd like to get a uh, call in this morning, 877-672-7464. And we're talking about things to do around your home. Maintain, this says maintain your furnace. Apparently this was made in somewhere in New England. But we know what we're talking about when we're talking about furnace. Uh, But your HVAC system here Mm -hmm. in the South, really. Uh, but that is something that you want to maintain. Now is a good time to really look at it because, by the way, if it's 96 degrees outside and 100% humidity, that thing is working as hard as sure. it's going to work. Man. Um, and make sure that you're cleaning out your filters right now. That's a big thing because it needs as much airflow as it can absolutely get this time of the year. Um, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Uh, you know what? Hang on just a second. Java, we're going to take a break real quick. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about a email that I got from, well, I saw it earlier. I'll bring it up. Here we go. Number calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. We'll be right back. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Dell Moore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. And today we're talking about those things to get done around the house before tailgating and fall road trips take up your time. And uh, got some folks on the phone. We're going to go to Blake and Natchez. Of course, Natchez. We're, if you could think <laughs> of a place where gold leaf furniture would be maintained, right. it would be kind of the home of beautiful antiques. There in you go. Natchez. Blake, what's going on? Hey, well, I'm actually from New Orleans originally, where I was an art conservator for 25 years. So oh, wow. pretty, pretty familiar with this process here. Um, so with gold leaf, because it's so thin, you really can't do anything to it. It just, it's 
theoretically should be sealed um, at the time of production with shellac or varnish. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes there's a toner put on it to make it look not so shiny. So anything you do is going to either take that toner off or you can scrub the varnish or shellac off. And then you're going to scrub the gold leaf off. So you really just want a dry paintbrush. Basically, leave it alone. Don't do anything to it. Leave leave it alone is the answer. I like that. (laughs) It makes sense. Does anybody, yeah. let me ask you, uh, Blake, does anybody make that sort of furniture anymore? Um, uh, you mean new? Yeah. If, boy, not that I know of. I yeah. mean, certainly there's imitation stuff that's done with, with imitation gold leaf. And yeah, inks and Nine times like out of that. ten, it's not even wood underneath it. It's like a foam or something. You know, you see that a lot with those mirrors that you can buy. Right. Um, you know, inexpensively, mm-hmm. but um, there's not such a demand for new stuff anymore. Really, it's just the antiques that people want. It's pretty amazing, ornate stuff when you see it, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, done done properly, it's it's quite lovely, but it's it's a you know it's a little much. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you, Blake. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna check in with John real quick. Also in Natchez. All right. All right. Thanks, John. Uh, are you still with us? I am. Did you hear our conversation with Blake? I did. Do you have another um, suggestion? I have about 30 years' experience with real gold leaf. There's a total difference between real gold leaf and it's called, the other one is called Dutch metal. It's oh, a Dutch metal? Man. Now, the Dutch metal absolutely has to be sealed or it will turn green. But mm. the real gold leaf does not necessarily have to be sealed, and the old one usually isn't. The really? traditional cleaner is called banana oil, and I cannot tell you where to get it. <laughs> uh, it's something you could possibly make from real bananas, but um, that was the traditional cleaner. The Whoever gave you the information on cleaning with water was absolutely wrong. Um, okay. Everything to do with gold leaf is water-based. You've got maybe 14 to 16 layers of a clay, which is called bowl. It's a reddish, uh, Uh very, very fine clay. And you can sand it till it's almost like glass. And then you put a water-based glue on top of that. And that is going to hold the gold leaf to the clay. And then you burnish the clay with little agate stones, uh, pointed stones. And what you're doing is you're compressing the clay into a tighter pattern, and that's what makes the gold leaf shine. I have not closed my mouth since you started talking, man. That was amazing. Krausman's at work. The gold leaf itself is expensive, right? but the expense is building up the layers until you have a totally smooth, you cannot have any wood fiber showing through. It's got to be a totally sealed, sanded and burnished um, underlayment. So, John, is this something that anyone without experience could actually do anything to help? Or is this something that only pros should deal with? uh, Depending on the value of the piece of furniture, Mm -hmm. I I would either leave it up to someone who is experienced with it, or if you're going to try, start with Q-tips, something very small and just work very small areas at a time until you can see 
That's amazing. What? You know, you're yeah. the second caller today that has mentioned using Q-tips for a small thing. When do you start throwing those in the toolbox, guys? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they can fix lots of things. But John, that is fantastic. I, n- I never knew, well, certainly that much about gold leaf, but I really appreciate it. And uh, and 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 we th- we thank you for the advice. If it's if it's real true gold leaf, you may want to take it to a pro. That's right. right. Thank you, sir. All right, let's okay. uh, let's move it on to Michelle and Meridian, and uh, she's got a roof issue. What's going on, Michelle? Well, I know I'm going to need a roof in about a, a year or so. I've had somebody up there, mm-hmm. and I was wondering about the best products for this area if you're going to replace a roof, because I saw I'm the one who keeps watching Mike Holmes on TV. Right, okay. I talked to y'all last week. <laughs> yes, ma'am. There was a new roofing product that he was talking about that's more expensive but it goes horizontal, and it actually looks like shingles, but it's metal. And I didn't know if y'all had seen or heard anything about that um, or what recommendations you have, what type of roof we need to use in this area. Well, let me say, Michelle, first, before the pros answer this, um, all of those shows are sponsored in some way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And many of them are sponsored by the products that the contractors are using within the show. Right. So, so you always have to kind of take those products with a grain of salt. It was, it was like watching, uh, you know, the old uh, this old house stuff, and they always use Craftsman tools, you know. Right. So it's yeah. kind of the same thing. That's right. That's right. Um, a lot of times they want you to try new products, so they push that off on you. You'll be the one to let them know if it works or not. Well, and yeah. uh, so I have two people who do roofs for a living. What do you guys think of this product you mentioned? Uh, to be honest, I am not familiar with it, but this is this would be my comment on the roof. Uh, money-wise, your asphalt shingle will be your most um, economical. Okay. Um, a nice metal roof is going to cost you more money, I think will last longer. So I think it boils down to a, a, a simple dollar. Yeah, okay. In your neighborhood, too, you want to look at what's around you. If, you That's know, true. If That's everybody got metal. Yeah, sure. Sure. But for me, I like a good laminate shingle, a good 35-year architect. Sure. Absolutely. Man, you can't beat it, and it looks good. Yep. Okay. And um, do we need to, if you're going to do gutters and that sort of thing, the gutters need to come off before they roof and everything if you're going to put new gutters on? Mm. Wow. It, it, you could go ahead and get your gutters so you want your roof to hang over in there correctly. Yeah, I mean, there's always a chance of denning the gutters. Oh, no, let them know. If you dent yeah. it, you bought it. Yeah. <laughs> I would I would, I, I would. do my – I would probably pull my gutters. Okay. Check my check my fascia boards. Does, yeah. Yeah, have I got any rotten boards? Does mm-hmm. it need to be painted? Blah, blah, blah. Right. Fix all that stuff. Then get the new roof put on. Then get your gutters put on. Okay, Just let your contractor know that you're going to get new gutters so he can allow for that. Correct. Okay. Yeah. And you said the asphalt was a 35-year? Oh, you can yeah, get, standard, you you can get, get a 50-year. Yeah, yeah. You, you can get a lifetime. Well, um, I like it to last the rest of my life, so I guess 35 years would do it. That put me at 100, so <laughs> that, should, that should do it. And it won't be your problem after that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Thank you yeah. so much. So, yeah, get you a nice uh, asphalt shingle. That's good. I appreciate that. Uh <clears throat> and from two roofers, thank you very much. We appreciate yeah, that. You don't want to be the only one with that type of roof. Um, That's a good point. You got to consider your neighborhood and that, that sort of thing. Um, I will say, really, thank you to everyone who's called in and helped out today. Um, because either Dell or Jeff is a con- are contractors, 
doesn't mean that they've run across, across gold leaf or <laughs> right. run across, right. you know. I drink it. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> gold schlager. It does come right. in gold schlager. Right. There you go. Well, um, and I can tell you that, boy, that's a, to get a piece of furniture, that's a lot of. Anyway, yeah. uh, so I do want to thank all those folks that called in today and helped out. That's part of what makes Fix It 101 a great show. Uh, no one or even group of people has all the answers, but but together, all together, it's kind of fun that we can almost always answer a question with help. You know, I'm, I'm so glad you said that. I, I've, I've been in this business. Well, Houseworks has been around almost 20 years, mm-hmm. and, you know, I've been messing with houses and construction basically all my life, and... um I, I I really and truly learn something every single day. Oh, it's crazy. Um, yeah. Yeah. We've, it's we've, always somebody that knows another way of doing it. We've uh, we've got the International Builder Show coming in January. I, enc- I encourage everyone that is remotely interested in in the construction industry to go. It's in Vegas this year. It's a just an absolute great time. It should be in Vegas. Gr- a great time. Yes, always. <laughs> All right, folks, that's it. It's going to do it again. It's going to wrap us up again. i got to find the correct sheet of paper here. Here we go. It Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our screener today was Liz Gill. For Del Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with Michelle McAdoo and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPV Think Radio.